Hey everybody, this is Patrick McFake-Holmes, and you're listening to the best sports podcast on the internet, The Message Pitch, with Drew, Will, and Matt. Get it! The following message is brought to you by Faulty Spark Plugs. Faulties, we are that smell. (laughs) Just go ahead and get started. Welcome to another episode of The Message Pitch. I'm Drew. I'm Will. I'm Matt. And we are joined once again by our college football correspondent, lifelong friend, and sometimes hero, Jordan Walter. Jordan, how are you, man? I'm good, guys. Uh, pleasure to be back on with y'all, and always good to see your faces. <clears throat> well, the, the people have demanded more Jordo, and we want to give them what they want. So Give the people what they want. That's right. The people's champion. <laughs> Speaking of champions, uh, what we were talking about before we – recorded was uh the the alabama coaching staff situation and uh well we'll, we can get into that a little bit later first off you know how are you guys i mean that was i feel like this past weekend is one of the craziest weekends i've seen in college football in a minute not all at once (laughs) i mean sports weekend wise uh it was whatever uh Alabama losing wasn't great, but hey, I would have gotten over that. Of course, of course, it, it the blow is softened when the the most impactful player on the field for LSU was a uh, already Dolphins royalty, so you can't be too mad with it. Mason Ta- is Jason Taylor's son and Zach Thomas's nephew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's ended LSU. Yeah. Um, it's like I thought you were making a a late great David Woodley reference. I was like, man, that's no. <laughs> no uh, and then, you know, having to watch the Astros cheat, I mean, win uh, another World Series. And then, you know, watching my, my all-time favorite college football program and college football team, the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, man, kudos to them for moving to 2-0 and on their schedule for the year. That's awesome. Uh, well, well, folks, if, you, if, if you couldn't well, tell, well, Will is Will – shout, shout out to Tom Brady for 100,000 passing yards. It's spectacular. Um <laughs> Think of the guys. It really is impressive when you consider the amount of check downs it took for him to get to a hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, man, that was, that was wild. The toilet I mean, bowl, Jordan. Jordan, you, you put it best. I can't as a Dolphins fan this week. I can't really talk about pass interference calls or not, but that's Ooh. how. I as Ooh. soon as as soon as the Bucks got to the fifteen, I said he's going to throw it. It's going to be some <laughs> kind of pass interference, and he, he, they're going to win the game with no time left. I'm just wondering what the refs saw there. Uh, man, I, I wasn't watching that Dolphins game live when that happened, but when they showed the highlight like before Sunday Night Football, I was just like – I was whoa, so whoa. I was, I was hey. driving and listening to it on my phone, and I was like, oh, there's no way it's as bad. Because uh, Kevin Harlan, who's probably the best announcer in the business, uh, was and, – and there's a flat. No, there's not. I was like, okay, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it, and I was like, you know what? Everybody gets one. Apparently everybody gets one. <laughs> So, so we were we were driving somewhere and and uh, I was listening to it and Kelsey was watching it, um and she goes oh I was like what, what what was it she goes yeah Miami definitely got away with one there like it was definitely it should have been you know it should have gone against them and uh, but hey you know everybody gets one hey when you have when you have the coach of the year 
the offensive player of the year, oh, and the no. MVP all on your offense. You get calls, baby. Really, <laughs> still talking about happen. Tom Brady. Oh, there, last time I checked, there's not an NFL award for glorified game manager of the year. But when I get to one, I'll let you know. Uh, he has what seven Super Bowl rings to say otherwise? Uh, three. Talking legitimate or oh, <laughs> so this is all the first segment is going to be is just Will just riffing on everything. He's not holding back. <laughs> you see all the all you, you, to keep up with the midterms. You see all these people talking about being election deniers or whatever. It's just me, the Brady denier. <laughs> well, look, May Pop Tires is not paying for Jordan to come on for for us to talk about uh, Tom Brady for the 80th time. So, <laughs> oh, I'm just getting the audience warmed up. And grumpy old man yells at clouds before I turn Jordan loose on this current <laughs> Alabama rock. So. So, so I watched a good part of that game, and the whole time, and, and it'll come out in the things I think we learned article tomorrow, but the whole time I'm like, well, LSU can't sustain this, you know. And then, they, you know, they score, and they left Alabama too much time. I was like, well, this is over. And then they held into a field goal, and I was like, well, they're going to lose in overtime. And then in overtime, when they went for two, I was like, Alabama's definitely going to stop them. And so I was 0 for 3 that entire game. I don't like well, – until, until Drew hasn't watched any Pete Golding defense. I was fixing to say, what part of that second half led you to believe that defense was going to stop anybody? Me and you, Matt, Will, I mean, maybe a couple more guys from old AKL football. I think we would have converted that two-point conversion. You know, that's the second time in a row you've been on the show and talked about our chances as a football team. I really think the way it's going, we're going to end up in the Pac-12 or the uh, Big 12 at some point next year. I think the four of us, you find us five guys right now, and I think we could challenge for the ACC. The restaurant or? Mm -hmm. Either one. (laughs) A five guys franchise finishes third in the ACC Coastal. Um, (laughs) <laughs> no, but the, so so the crazy thing about that was like in overtime LSU ran two plays and then it's their two staple plays. You're telling me you don't know how to stop? And I don't want to hear about this. Well, it was a block in the back. Da, 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 da. It shouldn't have come to that. I mean, like it, it. So so what got me though is like I said. I mean, in our preview show. I didn't think LSU was going to be any good. And when they lost to Florida State, I was like, well, that proves it. And then when they lost to Tennessee as bad as they did, I was like, okay. And they almost lost to Auburn, and, you know. And then, but Jordo, you were right, man. I think you called it, and I think Matt called it that that this team, for whatever reason, Kelly's he's had his struggles, but he's kind of figured it out. Yeah, you you could see the wheels start turning. They they quickly got out of reverse, like they were in the Florida State game. And yeah, Tennessee went in there, but I think that was an eleven o'clock game. That's true. So kind of kind of give them a pass with the home crowd and whatnot. But then the the, the before the bye week they had, you could kind of see them really starting to click with that offense and the quarterback getting a little more confident. But just my personal like feeling after the game, I you know, we were texting each other and, and it was more or less just a sense of like, ah, okay, it's over. Like, like yeah. you know, all this stress of like, oh, are they gonna make it past this week? Oh, are they gonna make it past that week? This team with this much talent shouldn't have never been struggling as much as they were. So just I was almost like a let's just get it over with. Like yeah. I, I would never root for Alabama, list, but like no. not a championship team. They're not weren't ever going anywhere to begin with. No. So let's just be done. Let's go play Clemson. 
in the Capital One Bowl and beat them by 75. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I want uh, to I want to give credit to whoever tweeted it, but I don't remember. But that's what somebody said. They said going to Oxford this weekend. It was actually going to be kind of nice to when when Lane schemes up a way to expose Colt Golding's defense. Going to be nice oh to realize the scheme of things. Oh. Do you hey, think that – wait, 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 Jordan, the way you're – do you think they're going to lose to Ole Miss? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I have several <laughs> – I, 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 I have several takes on this. And it will come up. Hey, so, real quick, let's see, let's see if any of your takes will be as hot fire as the take I'm going to give you in a little bit. Oh, wait, yeah. here, here, here's, here's a my, tease for you. Here's, here's my first one, I'm, and I'm jumping away from Alabama. Arkansas is going to beat LSU on Saturday. I thought that too. Arkansas is going to beat LSU. And then what it's going to come down to is Texas A&M and Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. This is, this is my theory. This is, so if, if Texas A&M beats Auburn, they will need that victory at the end of the year against LSU. All eligible. All eligible. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not even saying that I want it to happen because I don't think Alabama can beat Georgia. I'm just letting you know that don't be surprised if we're watching LSU and Texas A&M battle it out in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter for a trip to Atlanta. I said all that to say this. Uh, that game, that LSU-Arkansas game's at 11, Alabama plays later. If Arkansas does beat LSU, I could see that locker room maybe turning a little bit like, okay, guys, we got to go play. But having said that, <laughs> if LSU routes Arkansas, Alabama may lose by 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's let's hold on, hold let's on, go down on. that let's go down that trail for a second. If they lose three games, are people calling for Saban's job? No, no. If no. they lose, who else do they have left? Auburn. They Ole they Miss. lose Auburn, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I this this Ole Miss game is very losable because, as Will has alluded to, Lane is going to just shred this defense, <laughs> shred them. But as long as Bryce is playing for Alabama, I got faith. And you know, as, as poor as he played in the first half our you know our defense is like a bad ex-girlfriend it's got 17 different personalities and you never know which one's to show up <laughs> so i mean seriously in the, in the first half of that game you've got you've got the defense like we're not we're not giving up anything right because the offense couldn't generate any movement and then in the second half it's like hey you guys want to go score again Wee! that's it this is the year to have your popcorn ready if you're old. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, he was one off. So, so he was my, one off. Yeah. My my take on that though is do I do I think Lane's gonna scheme have a week off to scheme up? Oh, absolutely. But also Bill O'Brien is gonna have a week no, to scheme. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the and I love Lane Kiffin, I really do, but I'm pretty sure the four of us right now could could draw a play in this chat and we have a 50-50 chance of scoring on this old miss defense. So like I mean this this could potentially be a 69-62 game. Um, All for it. All but, for it. So that's that's where I'm kind of like, uh, I could see Alabama winning just because of Ole Miss's defense. Uh, 
But I do want to say, win or lose for Alabama, nine and a nine and three or ten and two, however you want to look at it, regular season, is still it's still a great <laughs> season. You know, like, that's what so I don't get. Good. And but, and and maybe you guys could speak to this a little bit better. But there were people like season's over, everything's over, no reason to watch, but, we're done. I'm like, look, honestly though, man, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. Look, speaking from experience, just throwing this out here. Um, if Saban doesn't like a situation or doesn't feel like he's getting what he needs, or you know, he he has no problem leaving and, and leaving you in a lurch. I, I think you need to be a little bit more uh grateful for what you've got instead of getting hacked off that the guys kept Pete Golding and Bill O'Brien too long. Uh I think, ask any Dolphins fan. I mean, yeah. Um it's happened. But- Honestly, the, the feelings like – and, Jordo, you can kind of attest to this. I, I was talking to somebody at work today. My, my feelings kind of like on this Alabama team are – you know, it's like when your your parents say, hey, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. On paper, this this could have been challenging the 2020 team of just like dominant. Yeah. You know, and it's it's okay. You hiccup at Texas. Uh, you know, Texas A&M, Bryce Young didn't play, this and that. And then it's – you lose to Tennessee, you know what, you're going to lose. And then it's just the LSU game. It, it, they just didn't seem right from the jump in that game. And I think it was bad execution, bad game plan. When you're, quote, unquote, franchise star, your quarterback, who's still not 100%, you have him throwing 52 times a game and not yeah. even complete those passes. When, and, and this is Mom, kind of the indictment, this, this is kind of the indictment uh, on Bill O'Brien because I have seen where people say, well, statistically his offense does this, this, and that, which they do. But Alabama is fourth in the SEC and maybe or the country. I don't remember the exact stat in Six rush yards per game and 88th in the country in rush attempts per game. You know what was you know what was weird though, Will was that opening drive, which is scripted. They had yeah. I forget how many runs they had, and they went straight down the field. That's what that's mm-hmm. what was weird to me. But I think it all goes back to this. I think. The Bryce's of the world and the Tua's of the world are very hard to manage in college because they almost handcuff you to make you feel like, okay, if we don't run this ball down the field, I'm going to be crucified because I didn't let Bryce cook, you know, what we're getting yeah. Russell here. You know, like, so I don't get me wrong. I love Bryce. I love Tua. I oh, yeah, would yeah. Take, I'll take either of them all year long, but it does feel kind of like they handcuff the team, man. They handcuff that offensive coordinator anyway to where they don't want to run on first down and then back it up with another run. Like if they're, if yeah. Alabama is unsuccessful on first down running the football, 0% chance they are running the football on second down. It is, Which too is so down. crazy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the, the thing with that too, it, 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 it's like clockwork. Like if you're sitting at home or you're on Twitter and you can see it, then you know guys who get paid millions of dollars to stop it can't. Every first down is going to be, and I get, Jameer Gibbs is one of the best running backs I've ever seen at being able to stop on a dime, hit a hole and still pick up speed. You're not touching it. You know, if he is, but every every runs a sweep to the right or sweep to the left. It's yeah. no this or that. So that's what's infuriating. But I mean, I think that's really what it is. This team is still very talented. Could still win eleven games with a bowl or ten games with a bowl. But it's one of those things that on paper, he, that's why I was so confident in our prediction that I think they'd beat everybody. But I originally said twenty one, but then I said ten because on paper they should have. Yeah. Uh, and, but I do. They've been favored ahead, by that every game, and they and they will yeah. be the rest of the way. They're twelve mm-hmm. and thirteen this weekend. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, do, well, I do think it's it's an hold on, Drew. I do think it's an indictment. Uh, Saban in his post game conference this week basically called out his coordinators and just said, 
you know, at the end of the day, I decide who stays and who goes, and we might have to reshuffle some things around here. I, I, regardless of how this year went, I thought O'Brien was gone. Uh, now with the Colts being open, hopefully the Raiders will be open soon for that franchise. Jeez. Um, he's got that options. That article was fake or that was? That was fake. It was oh. people screwing around, screwing around with the new Twitter. It's funny how believable it is, though. It was. It was, it was a yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, um, I brain cramped. But there's. Uh, well, I, while, while, you're, while, while you're brain cramping, I will say this like, I, this, this team and this program is kind of at a crossroads, kind of like the 2010 team was. And what did they do? They got a bowl game against Michigan State that they could have easily then. And they did not. They absolutely sent a message that the program wasn't going anywhere. All the guys played, and they knocked Kirk Cousins out, and they knocked the backup out. Michigan State just was shellacked, for lack of a better word. They did it in 2019 as well when, you know, Mac Jones went out, They they, and they built it in 2020. They just smoked everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I I mean, I would love to – I would love to see that, but – like you've asked me several times, I I wouldn't bet anything on this team, you know. Well, it's a it, it's so a far. it's a different deal too, too, because you know how many of those kids are going to sit out now instead of right. risking draft stock or mm-hmm. risking transfer portal. Or, yeah, you know, I had that. I had a conversation at work this week. I said I don't want to sound like one of those fans, but I said when it when it comes time for the bowl selection, are you going to take like if you were the Sugar Bowl or they won't go to the Sugar Bowl because LSU or whoever, Tennessee or whoever doesn't get the playoff will. But if you're a Citrus Bowl, Capital One, but whatever, and you have a chance to take a two-lane team who's having a historically great year, shout out to the official message pitch team, who you know their fans are hungry and they're going to travel, you're going to take them or you're going to take an Alabama team who you don't know if Bryce Young's going to play, Will Anderson's going to play. Half you the still take Alabama. Play. Look, don't get me wrong. Their fan, it's a disappointing game for their fans. Who, you know, could that hurt them in the long? It probably won't. But you got to think of that you, as well. You still take Alabama because their fans will travel. And honestly, you know, Alabama will get like I don't know Minnesota Tech or somebody like that and absolutely annihilate them. You know, so <clears throat> the 2010 team. Uh, go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. I, I do need to correct. Will uh, Purdue is the official. Message oh. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Do you hold that, that thought? Put, continue, continue, though. Yeah. Well, I, it just you know, <laughs> number one, th- there are a lot of parallels drawn between this team and the 2010 team, and I, I think the big difference between the two is the 2010 team got beat by the greatest quarterback in SEC history, and Stephen Garcia. This Steven team, Garcia. Yeah, you know, they – I mean, Hendon Hooker's great and whatever the kid at LSU's name is great. But, you know, when we think greatness. No, but <clears throat> something I did notice seriously is – and I, I, I noticed this last year, and I, we talked about it against Auburn. They're not good on the road. They are sloppy. They are messy. They – I mean, they're disciplined. I remember, you know, I was at the Iron Bowl, and I remember turning to my wife and saying – I've never seen a saving coach team this undisciplined. And I don't know why that is. I don't know this, why this year's team said hold my beer. Right. I thought the same I thought the same thing at the AM game. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Well, that's another thing too. I mean, they are the worst play call on a goal line I've ever mm-hmm. seen next to mm-hmm. Pete Carroll away so, from being a three loss team and losing to AM. I mean, it's just yeah, crazy. They, um, that so was a home. They, AM was a home. Yeah. So this wait, what? 
the A A and M game this year. Was yeah. This year, yeah. Ooh, almost went right. into Brian Denny. That, yeah. 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 Um, nice. but Drew, the crazy thing is kind of what we talked about earlier, all the people are saying Saban needs to retire, the diocese did. Even with all of that, and it's true, in their last eight road games, they're still five and three. Uh, road slash neutral sure. site because the whole game, which I mean, programs would still kill for that. But uh, I, I think one one thing that's going to be interesting looking at this team for the next year, it, also this year too, that schedule going to Baton Rouge, to Arkansas, to Texas. Um, yeah, I think that added up. But I, I'm interested to see next year, and I've been saying for a while. I think who the next offensive coordinator is determines who who's going to be the quarterback next year because that quarterback room is going to be so loaded. There's going to be transfers if it's a Dan Mullen or Scott Frost type, I think you go Milrow because the skill set. If it's a Joe Brady, because that name's been thrown around, uh, the Simpson kid they have as the third stringer now is very similar to Burrow, according to the scouting report. So I think yeah. that's going to play a long way. Uh, Jordo, I want to ask your opinion. With all this news going out that uh, offers and, and talks have been going on with D'Amico Ryans to leave the 49ers and the number one defense in the NFL to come to Tuscaloosa, you think there's any any shot at that happening? Uh, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't think so. It feels not even lateral. It feels kind of backwards to go from I th- uh, the, NFL, the NFL to college. But I will say this. If he has, like, head coaching aspirations, it might be easier to go back to college and kind of kill it with Saban for a little while and then get a college head coaching job. I don't know. I don't know what the guy wants to do. But Yeah, uh, that's kind of my process is if you just – if you're – Saban and Greg Byrne, and you say, "Hey, here's a blank check. Yeah. Get this defense the standard. Plus, hey, Nick's not going to be here forever. Show us what you got. Potentially do a head coach and waiting thing. Yeah, bring bring the prodigal son home and, with D'Amico you know, Ryan's. Yeah, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I'm that's not insulting him. I just that's not who I would have thought so, would be. Well, so he they had the 49ers have the number one defense in the NFL right now. He got promoted mm-hmm. after Salah left to go to the Jets, and it came out this week that he wanted to go come back to Tuscaloosa and be on the staff in 2018 when Pruitt left, and they went with Lapoy, who then left the year after. Uh, and I don't even know who that is. Exactly, he was just a great recruiter. He was not a, he was not ever a really good coach, but he was an excellent think- recruiter. So I th- and, mm-hmm. and I, I've I have given Golding his flowers on many occasion. Uh, last year's LSU game, um, and a couple others come to mind. Georgia, Georgia. but I think I think you're kind of seeing that with Gold in, in the right place because he came from UTSA. <laughs> He's a really good defensive coordinator and a really good recruiter. But I think I, it's kind of like Bo Nix. You know, we talk about Bo Nix as a potential to be a really good quarterback, just maybe not in the SEC. Mm. It's kind of where we're at with. Um, with him. So I don't, you know, I don't want us to spend all of our time <clears throat> talking about Alabama and, and uh, you know, what went wrong, uh, shifting gears a little bit. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this because I don't think I've ever said this before, but I think Georgia may be legit. They absolutely annihilated Tennessee. I mean, like, it, when you, when you all I can to... think was this is 2011, 12-ish Alabama-esque. I was just thinking, just like when you turn them on, who it was a boring offense. It, it doesn't matter. Alabama had a boring offense. Mm-hmm. I know. That's why I said complete with a boring offense to match. Put a lot of rings but on fingers. This, this is this is <laughs> this is like an insane. ancient college senior dropping this is, rings. This is 
this is going to sound a lot more harsh than I mean it to. We're used I think to it. another another thing to and, and Jordan, you and I kind of talked about this. Another thing to just kind of uh, compound the whole Alabama thing is Bryce Young is probably the best quarterback that school has ever had, yeah. and he's going to he's going to leave with zero rings as a starter. And Stetson Bennett, you know, walk on this and that. He's going to probably leave with two. That's crazy. Well, right. But I don't think – and I – you know, call me out of – I don't think Stetson Bennett's as bad as you think he is, Will. I really don't. I think he's – I don't think – I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he is – when I when I think of all-time great – and we'll even use college football playoff era. All-time great college football playoff era quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson. Uh, Joe Burrow. Um Matt Jones in the season he had. Was Jake Locker at Washington? Oh, d- in 2007. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I thought he was the a long time ago. He, yeah. he was in the same draft class as Cam. Um, okay. Jake Jake Browning was Washington. That was it, Jake Browning. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm talking about championship quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Stetson Bennett, I said this last year. Um, you got all, you got Deshaun, uh, Tua. Uh, you know, Burrow up here. Then you've got Stetson Bennett and Jake Coker battling it out right here. And I don't. Not, I'm, not, not. I'm not knocking – I'll never knock a guy for size, but Coker has four inches and a cannon for an arm on Bennett. And But, again, that's that's not a knock on Bennett. I just – my big thing is everybody's, everybody's given the – he should win the Heisman talk. Just because your team's undefeated does not mean you should win the Heisman. I have not out. heard anybody say that. You it have not – the Heisman Stroud now, CJ Stroud. Uh, he's he's doing everything he can to to lose it. Um, one no, touchdown in the last three games will do that. To no, you. no, 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 no. I didn't say that I wanted him to win it. I thought he no, should no. win it. Like the media, I, who are they going to give it to now? After well, like, yeah, it's not Hendon Hooker anymore. Well, Probably. CBS had CBS had Bo Nix on the graphic the other day. Oh my God! I hope he wins. Bo Nix making. <laughs> I'm like I'm the biggest Bo Nix fan now. I hope. <laughs> I, I hope he just because shreds. he leaves yeah. Auburn becomes a Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Oregon. I hope Oregon wins the national championship. Wait, no, no. What's <laughs> gonna happen? What's gonna yeah. happen in true Bonex fashion is he starts off this season, this redemption story, getting his yeah. face absolutely drilled into the turf by Georgia, and he has this huge redemption arc, Heisman runner, and everything. And then he's going to meet Georgia at the end and get his face absolutely drilled into the turf wow. again. But we, we we called this last year. I think the exact thing was if you put Bo Nix at a place like a Troy or somewhere on the West Coast where it, you know it's not the SEC defenses, he could he could win some games. There's there's a guy very like not even a joke. There's a guy out there that's just putting up insane numbers right now. His team. Uh, is playing really well that nobody's talking about, and that's uh, Drake May at North Carolina. Has better stats than C.J. Stroud. Uh, ridiculous y- total yards he's thrown for. Touchdown interception ratio is great. And North Carolina's nine and one right now, or eight and one right now. I, I just knew you were fixing to call off some South Carolina player. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why. Spencer Rattler is the last one. I, I just knew it was there's there's a guy. Now here's a guy. He's a real rider. So, but but getting back to to Tennessee, Georgia, I still 
I knew Tennessee would struggle because I feel like every but, team but is that, is. hey, they're pretty good this year. Before they ascend to that consistent grace, uh, greatness, they've got that one season where they, they climb high and then they kind of get knocked back down a little bit and then they go from there. And, man, I mean, I just – Georgia's Georgia, scary. Georgia took that punch, too, because on that they fumbled that, like, first play or won the first plays. Mm-hmm. And then Tennessee, you know, looked like they're going to drive down, but then they stopped them there. Goal. Hey, you guys remember – momentum swung, you know, right back then. Yeah. That's, oh you, guys, you guys remember when Tebow and John Parker Wilson in the same season did the cell the cell phone celebration? Mm-hmm. They called them all night. and it was I like, do uh, remember that. It was yeah. a penalty, and now it's not anymore. Crazy. Also, there was targeting on that play. Will, you have the best. No one talked about. Will has the best memory when it comes to. Hatred. When when who gets called for what. He will point out that the ref called it against this. Lions, Vikings game in 06. That's why I'm not letting it go. The Dolphins got a huge call this weekend. Yes. But you know what? You know what that is? That's a a makeup call for Hey, sorry we took your first round pick away because Tom Brady agreed to meet you somewhere. We're, we're not going to do anything to him. But here's your first round pick taken away. That's when all. You, when you go off on the Brady rants, I just see Charlie Day from mm. Always Sunny just with the with the the if, board. Anybody in the remember? Anybody remember Fairly Odd Parents back in the day when the teacher just go fairies? That's me with Brady. Brady fairies. Fairy like godparents. Yes. Will is our he's our Crocker. Yeah. The, the thing though. <laughs> The thing that really stands out about that Georgia team is, you know, you know they had six sacks in that game, and now they have like ten sacks on the year, which as fantastic as that defense has been, I was shocked at that number. Those that, that number of sacks. I don't think they really needed it. Truthfully, no, I, I mean, think they, they've just well, been stopping stuff. You know, I mean, well, they're averaging I mean, what ten points a game. Uh I don't know Missouri and Kent State. They're two juggernauts. They played this year. Probably squirt a little bit more. All right, so so we were debating about this in the in the group text. I don't, you can't. They play in the SEC, if, man. I mean, what that, else do that you want? Nothing. Do you want that, them to schedule that, USC and Clemson? Means, well, so here, but here's the thing: since you mentioned Clemson, everybody, yours truly included, gives Clemson crap about their terrible schedule. Uh, Georgia has the 75th ranked schedule in the country, and mm-hmm. I understand you you play who's in your conference. I get that. But people people knocked Alabama for years. They don't play anybody. So what do they do? We'll go to Texas. Texas will come here. We'll go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin will come here. We'll go to Ohio State. Ohio State will come here. What did Georgia do? We'll play Oregon in a neutral site game down the street. When your toughest opponent in terms of atmosphere and everything is Missouri in Missouri. But that's, but that's a double-edged sword because a few years ago they brought in Boise State – to Atlanta. When you say got... a few years ago, my man, that was 12. <laughs> 12 years ago. Was it 2010? 2010, yes. Okay, fine. But I mean, like, I just don't like. That was like the Red Helmets game where they look like uh, yeah, they Star look Wars. Like the Star Rangers. Wars helmets. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I, I don't know what else you want them to do. I mean, do you, I'm sure they can schedule Clemson, Notre Dame. They have, they've scheduled Notre Dame before. They used to play Clemson every year. That's a rivalry game, but they don't do I'm that just, anymore because Clemson I, I got just, tired of getting their faces kicked in. This is, this is kind of the hot take I, I alluded to earlier. And there was talk they were going to do it when SEC was realigning to begin with. But if I'm Auburn, I call up the SEC right now and say, Frick it, we're going to the East. 
you, you play two games. And then when they say no, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> but, I mean, Stay in the West. We're trying to I help mean, Alabama, or, dang it. Or if Texas and Oklahoma want to join the SEC, just stick them in the West and Alabama and Auburn move to the East, and then we'll see what happens, you know. But well, I, don't, I, mean, I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from, but I, it, it's it's ridiculous to see the, the even when Alabama was in the the peak of their dynasty, it was LSU a year, Auburn a year, Alabama a year. I mean, it's it, the East is just down right. I would, I'm really interested to see if Georgia looks as dominant as they are right now when the East is back up. Is the East so. going to get? I mean, t- they they played the number one team in the country. In their own division, I don't, I don't know what else they uh, yeah. can do. I mean, but it's just, it's, it's just one of those things that it's like, of course, any, any chance there's real competition, it just so happened. This is not me getting on a conspiracy theory or anything like that. It's just like I understand they played Tennessee, sure. they played Tennessee at home. But, but I mean, you know. short, short of them going to Tennessee and be like, tell you what, we're going to split up our strings. We're going to give you our first team defense to go play for you guys. <laughs> I mean, like this, or or them stopping and saying, "All right, look, I know we just beat Tennessee, but hear me out. Let's drive to Louisiana. We'll suit up as Alabama for Alabama, and then we'll, I mean, like I don't know, like I don't know. Wait, 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 was was that an option? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. That's, my main point here is we want we want to opt into that. Not, I'm just not hearing that. <laughs> I didn't know I mean, that. <laughs> my my main point here is, it, yeah, as much as people knock your USC schedule and your Clemson schedule and your Ohio State schedule, they're doing the exact same thing that Georgia's doing. They're playing the teams they have to play in their division and nothing more. So if we're going to knock those teams, you have to knock Georgia too. I I guess so. I I, I, I you know you know what you know what my takeaway from the Tennessee Georgia game was? What's that? Tennessee still has no defense. Tennessee came out smelling like a rose because they get to walk right yes. on the playoff and they don't have to play in the SEC championship game. Get that Bama back door, baby. Hey, get that Bama back door. Did you see the uh it was like like you you can't beat you can't play any worse than they did and look any worse and come out any better than they did. Like as soon as Alabama lost, it was like Tennessee's <laughs> the second best team in the country. What what happened? <laughs> Well, and that's what I tried to explain. I got a buddy that's a Tennessee fan, and and he was like, you know, I I don't know. And I was like, it may actually play out better for you to lose this game, especially if Alabama had beat LSU. I wouldn't want to play him a second time. Let Georgia kill him, and I'll just walk waltz into the, the playoffs. Right. And they, yep. all they need is one loss. I mean, like the fact that they only fell to fifth, they're set. Yeah. Right. Michigan's going to choke at some point. But I was gonna say, I was about to say TCU. There, do you put TCU, Tennessee over TCU? Not right now, but but I mean, I I hope TCU were to go undefeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hope TCU runs the table. I'm I'm kind of pulling for them, you know, to to make to make a run at it. Big game this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you guys, exactly. you guys ever seen that meme of like the guy, like the cartoon character pulling out the sword, like it, the first letter star? Mm-hmm. It's like TCU mm-hmm. tonight when they hit number four, and it's like hoping to be TCU <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I, I hope that they keep it up. They, yep. It's been really impressive. Time. Yeah. Oh, Mich- yeah. Michigan will get their brakes beat off by Ohio State. I don't know, man. I just, At some point, he's got to beat them. Right? I think Michigan's going to kill Ohio State. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that way, too. 
So we've got um, Northwestern has no business being on the same field as Ohio State, <laughs> and they almost almost pulled that off. Well, you we know, got a minute and forty seconds before break. Jordan, give me your reasoning. Okay, so they were they were giving these excuses for why Ohio State was struggling. Oh, it's cold. It's windy. What's the weather in the Michigan Ohio State game every year? Cold and windy. I believe cold and windy. Yeah. So Michigan, if if their rushing attack is formidable, and Ohio State looks to just have pretty much playmakers all over the field that can kind of defend the pass, I look for Michigan to, it, you know, unless it's sunny and seventy five. Now, if it's sunny and seventy five mm-hmm. in Ann Arbor in November, then <laughs> I guess I guess I'll be wrong. But I think it's in Columbus this year, isn't it? They're whatever. It it's yeah. in, it's in Ohio, yeah. Mm. Um, Michigan gets no, I mean, Michigan beats the living daylights out of Ohio State, and then they they still will only drop to three. If Michigan <laughs> beats Ohio State, and then it's and Ohio State's left out of the playoff, then I think Georgia runs away with it. Oh, the I don't know, man. Ohio, this Ohio State team was built very similar to last year's Alabama team. Speedy receivers, you know, defense makes just enough plays. So I think that could catch up, but right now I think it's Georgia and everybody else, regardless of how I think about their schedule. All right, so we're going to stop right there and take a quick break. Uh, put it in a word for our sponsors. You're listening to Message Pitch. Oh, wow. We'll be we're right back after this. Hey guys, Will at the Message Pitch here with another exciting announcement. We at the Message Pitch have actually partnered with the guys over at Placebo Pills to bring you the brand new Rush Hour Patients drug. Who doesn't need an ounce of patients every once in a while, am I right? It's specifically designed to calm blood flow, give you a clear head as you're making your commute home from work. Hey, green means go! To make your commute home from work go as smoothly as possible. Turn signal! I, for one, use this drug daily, and it really helps. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Pull on out in front of me. I'm not driving here. Uh Oh, guys, I got to go. No, 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 it's fine. So, uh, all right. Welcome back. We're talking college football. We've got our good friend, colleague, and football, college football correspondent, Jordan Waldrop, with us here. Um, You've requested more of him, and by you, I mean us. And, uh. It's always a good time we have Jordan on. We were just talking a little music. Did you see the um, that Ram truck that I sent you, the Stapleton Edition Ram truck? Yeah, I, yeah, I saw. I can't <laughs> notice how you didn't comment on my my comment on that. I'm not even going to touch your comment. <laughs> also, uh, Huntsville is trending on Twitter right now. So, Jordan, what'd you do? Could be Huntsville, what, Texas. What happened? No, it's 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 they're talking about the the minor league soccer team or whatever Huntsville's getting. Oh, I saw they were releasing the team name. What is it that they said? The Huntsville... is space team. Is that the USL or what league is that? I don't know. What is it? HCFC. That's the team name. Huntsville City Football Club. Huntsville City Football Club is the name right now, and I'm trying to figure out what the league is. It sounds like. ML, it said MLSnextpro.com, so I don't know soccer. Oh, so yeah. they got like a – they're like a farm system. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're, whatever they're, 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 I think their that's crest, what they're – Their crest ties back to the Nashville Soccer Club. So. Oh. I, yeah, they're I, a farm system. I, I think that's what uh, – they're turning the old Joe Davis yes. stadium they into. They that's are. What, yeah. Okay. And they're, they're the farm system for Nashville. I just saw that tweet. That's really smart. So the Nashville uh, Nashville – club they're building a brand new soccer stadium 
on the side of, I guess, the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. So mm-hmm. they're not going to use Titan Stadium, which apparently that's not going to be a thing. Nobody's, nobody's about to use Titan Stadium, apparently. <laughs> so are they going to raise it and just build over or what? I kind of like that stadium. Oh, dude, it was awesome. And I can't wait till when we go back in January to watch the Dolphins win a playoff game. <laughs> Uh, I think they're scheduled <laughs> to play Baltimore now. Oh, 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 <laughs> never you, more. You would rather go to Nashville than Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> as far as a destination goes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's closer to, but yeah. so we're talking college football. Uh, we talked Alabama and we talked Tennessee and Georgia. Let's talk, uh, well, let's keep it in the SEC. Let's talk Auburn for a second in this coaching. Series. So, Brian Harson, I think we can all agree. Uh, I don't want to call him an abject failure, uh, but he was as close as you could get. Um, he was the he was he was the third monkey on Noah's Ark, if you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you. <laughs> I, see, I saw that. I saw that to, somebody tweeted today, or I saw something today that was like. The, literally, just the comment was, "This is the attitude the Alabama football team needed this year." I was like, "What? What?" So I clicked on it. It was just a picture yeah. of a mon- a monkey with like John Wick with a monkey's face, and just said, "I'm about to fight you." Like I'm the third monkey on Noah's Ark, and son, it's about to start storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, it's already. They said it's already raining. Yeah, that's what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> one, 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 one more thing about Alabama that's that's okay. different. You, you, you know, you you we were talking about how. Like the road woes, and I and I heard this former player. I don't remember who it was. For some reason, I want to say it was Ingram, Brandon but Davalos. Could, but <laughs> but 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 they were talking about how when they used to go on the road. I hope I can say this on here. They were they were pissed off. They were pissed off at yeah. between seventy five and a hundred thousand people, and they wanted to make them leave in the third quarter. That was their goal. And make them quit. Yeah, and you look at how they played. That's exactly how they played. This team plays like, oh man, if we can just get out of here, we'll go back home and count our money. You know, you know, I've actually mm-hmm. played on some teams that <clears throat> made people so angry that they left in the third quarter. The problem was they were our fans. <laughs> All right, I'm done talking about Alabama. I just have no, to it's say fine. That. It's fine. I, I, wait, this, wait this is a therapy session. I'm just, I'm just ready to get out of here and make my money. Isn't that what you said the last time we all played a pickup softball game together? Yeah, well, Jordan, so we I knew up. it was going bad. I knew it was going bad when I when I looked in our group text and Jordan was like, just end it already. And I couldn't tell if he was talking about the game, the team, or his own life. <laughs> probably, also, the ES, probably the ESPN coverage with their four they – were, they were trying to take the throne from CBS on how many Sonic or car commercials were going to shove down your throat for the end of the night. But I also knew it was bad, uh, judging by Twitter. Matt, you touched on this earlier with Purdue being our favorite team. Let me let me give you some of Will's tweets from the game. Him uh, message pitch at um, six forty nine p.m. on November fifth. It's really cool to see Bill O'Brien bringing the air raid to Tuscaloosa. Solid zero running back strategy there, Bob. And two people liked it. And, and then. <laughs> There you go, and then Will. It's, and then it's 7.39. It was 7:39. Will. Will liked it. <laughs> uh, 7.39. Quick, quick, everyone, act like you knew that out-of-bounds rule was a rule before Randall Cobb. And then post a link to the Randall Cobb thing. And one person liked it. Hey, well, you know what? 
My third tweet that never made it was, I'm tired of this. I'm going to go watch a real team hashtag go Gamecocks, but I decided to delete that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other tweet was, Purdue never would have let me down like this. Everybody knows the mm. message pitch is the number one <laughs> Alabama slash Texas-based Purdue fan base podcast in the country. Well, yeah, and then you had one about Tom Brady getting a, a, getting help on a pass interference call the next day, but – those I was waiting. I was waiting for tweets. somebody to challenge me on that one. No, I don't want you getting into Twitter beef with the message pitch account, man. You're out here <laughs> fighting battles. I think that's, I like, that, that's how you brought this thing up. That's how you yeah. brought this thing up, man. Hey, our really engagement has been three times the, in the last two weeks or three weeks that I've tweeted. Our engagement has been three times the normal amount. Two well, likes it, this week, and no one accused us of being pro Purdue. We're moving on up in the world. Will's the PR guy. Oh wow, this guy is a Eagles fan. Huh. Yeah. Go go birds. Anyways. He's gonna hate us in my Super Bowl tweets come out when it's Eagles Dolphins. <laughs> so so let's let's talk coaching for a second and let's talk the Auburn deal. So they got rid of Harson last week. We weren't able to record um we, we last week. We all had different things going on when, when the news was hot. So, you know, we can rehash it over and over just as good as the talking heads on radio can. Um, was that ever going to work out? You guys think, I mean, Matt, not to, not to call into question, but your favorite football team just got rid of a very popular coach because it wasn't working out, you know, and, mm. and it was one of those things where you could see like, all right, maybe you should give them a little bit more time. Whereas, uh, I mean, did, did they give him enough time? Did they give Harson enough time? Uh, what was that? Was his third year? It was his second year. Second year. This was his second year. One and a half years. Yeah. Let's thought it was his third. Maybe not. Uh. Uh-uh. Second. One point five. Wow. Because they fired. They fired Gus right after ESPN was like, I don't think any coaches are going to get fired this year because of coach breaking news. Gus Malzahn relieved of duties. <laughs> I've I've said it from jump. I didn't have a problem moving on from Gus if you had a slam dunk ready to go. And Harson wasn't in. I don't know how true mm. it was, but I sent you guys that thing that said in 2020 they wanted Hypel, and the uh, trustees shot it down. And see, I've see heard that the trustees right don't have that much pool. I don't know, well, but somebody shot. I don't know, but uh, you uh, know, yeah, yeah. I think the I think the office field stuff also may have played a part. Sounds like he was wasn't pop. I mean, we know about the he has that scandal, but he also. You know, he would, sounds like he didn't have the support of all the boosters. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's that's you know that's a big thing, especially there. But I mean, it just became it seemed like it became more and more evident watching that program that this guy this ain't working i mean and yeah. you know I, I i guess i can give him a pass on recruiting you know with all that scandal and dealing with all that but the problem was you know if you believe the sources that are out there the guy never made a connection recruiting like high school coaches had never seen him ones that had played at auburn had never heard from him you know i mean that's that's a big deal and, and you know and in i don't know i just is it just me or does it seem like the more you we, we look back on this, it's kind of like, how did this not happen sooner? Yeah, I, no, it's a, it's a, we're a society of instant gratification. Um, I, I think he, I think he probably should have 
I think ideally a candidate should last three years, one to implement your scheme, two to build on it, and then three to, you know, um, yeah. at least unleash. Um, cause yeah, but you just, you didn't see it with that team. I mean, they were, nope. I mean, did they almost, what they started off, uh, they should have lost to Missouri. So really they should be what two wins right now Yeah, in, yeah. His, in his second year, which should be a, a build year, a building yep. year. And you got recruits leaving, which is never a good sign. Players quitting a day before the season. That's never a good sign. So, no, um, I think, I think the writing was on the wall for sure. Should have been fired the minute he said it. Mike Bubba was his OC. Mm. <laughs> don't disagree with that. No, that was a terrible hire. I, I, I said from the beginning, you don't fire, you don't hire him when you fire Gus. You, like, you don't pay Gus not coach to get a guy who's very similar, but probably not to the same pedigree that Gus is. I um, wouldn't say he was similar at all. Actually, I, I just no. I'm I, saying like well, similar background doesn't except you know Gus was at least familiar with Auburn, but you went and hired a mid major guy. It it just it never made sense to me. And then when he said, I'm gonna go get Derek Mason, I said, Oh, okay. And said, oh, Mike Bobo, he knows the South. I said, This guy wins six games if he's lucky with Mike Bobo. Um so that never made sense to me. Um, I'm really interested to see to see where they go though. I've got a couple of in things about that, but it was really refreshing on Saturday to see Cadillac on the sidelines and it actually looked like a coat like a head coach there cared. It's the first yeah. time you'd seen it in like two years. And it looks like yeah. the players bought in. I would not be shocked if they beat AM on Saturday. Um, but sh- you know, yeah. shout speaking of AM, shout out to the App State guy with the App State jersey <laughs> and App State hat smoking a cigar, looking at all the fans at Texas AM and asking them why they're leaving that game early on Saturday. I want to get that Just guy on the show. Dancing on their grave. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because App State has not. I mean, they haven't exactly set the world on fire since they the peaked. Game. They peaked. Yeah. yeah, they peaked that game. <laughs> In fact, Texas A&M is actually hurting their strength of schedule at this point. Mm. Um, so so you know, Jordo, we we you see it all the time. You know, programs. It's 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 obvious that the coach is not working out. Have we seen one like this where that? caliber of program let's go of a guy this early i mean it's been a minute i, I would think without a scandal right yeah, oh did we okay. lose jordo i was gonna say either george staying really still <laughs> oh no he's, all right hold on we'll pause it we'll pause it you just you're just uh <laughs> you're just sitting yeah. there <laughs> like with you're the, like you know you're just yeah <laughs> i really want to see jordo get up from his chair and just start walking off, and then you just see him walking in the background in Matt's camera. <laughs> He's just been <laughs> and then and then he go- <laughs> oh, what, what we were talking about though was you know have have we seen a a program of Auburn's caliber let go of a guy this quickly? And we you know it, it I can't think of one. It's been a minute without a without a scandal is the caveat, Jordan. Well, he kind of did have a scandal. He did. Well, that, was, that was that was never proven. Like a proven scandal. Well, it, <laughs> who who yeah. wants that job? A serious question. Who wants that job? I don't think it's the worst job in the world. I mean, if, if it's pretty bad, well, it's pretty bad right now. It's pretty bad. Right now. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. There's not a lot of talent on the field, and the administration and leadership has shown that they will throw you under the bus in a heartbeat. Now they'll pay you. Mm. Don't get me wrong. They'll pay you. That's like great that's job. Like the one, 
that's like the one good thing that you can say, like if you take the Auburn job. Like if you were to go in and tell your buddies about a new job you got, you walk in and be like, hey, guys, I, I got a new job at Auburn. Everybody be like, oh, geez. And they'd be like, yeah, I signed a $10 million contract. Oh, okay, I get it. I, I got it. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would do that. I, I, I honestly think I could go one year and at least win one game and get $15 million for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's I don't a, know. I don't, I don't know who's going there. I, they, you know, Auburn, they, those fans and that, I mean, Alabama's the same way. They crack me up with the names that fly around. You're like, yeah. oh, Lane you free. Deion Sanders. Some of them are like, they oh, lost I wish they'd just hire Cadillac. And I'm sitting over there saying, yeah, no. hire Cadillac. Do that. Yes. Hire <laughs> Cadillac Williams for president. Yes. Because, listen, he's no more the coach than I am right now down there. He's just wearing a headset, toting a towel around. <laughs> don't, don't you compare him to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> oh, what a joke. But what a if, joke. If, I think if even if, Jeff Saturday. If we're was talking probably. about former players with not a lot of head coaching experience, there is a guy already there at Auburn who many say, including yours truly, was the best Miami Dolphins quarterback of the last 30 years, not named Tua, Ronnie Brown. <laughs> his his <laughs> wild cat count as a quarterback, darn it. Um, is he on uh, that staff? For real? He's, no. he's a he's a He's on the radio set. Yes, he is. He's a radio analyst on the radio. So he's Jeff Saturday. Yeah, basically. Uh, So hey, well, the Raiders suck. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I I I think you know I think there are a lot of parallels that can be drawn because you you hear about these programs where the boosters get in and the board of trustees get in and they meddle and they meddle and they meddle and finally like you know for example Alabama it finally took them going after a guy who and, and going with an open checkbook and saying, we're going to stay here until you agree. You just name your number. And, name and his response is, all right, but it's my program. Now I don't want anybody interfering. And that's what it takes. You eventually have to swallow your pride and say, all right, I am for the best of best of this program going to butt out. And that's what it's going to take. And has, has know, Auburn ever done that though? Right. But they've never, I mean, I don't think it's ever been this bad. The, the closest it's been there this bad is when they had Doug Barfield, right? And everybody rolls their eyes. But then they went and hired Pat Dye. So, so I, guess I, couple, I don't know. I guess there's I guess, a couple of guys available. My, Go ahead, Jordan. No, no, I was going to say, I guess my question is then, it, do you feel confident as an as – I'm not saying you're an Auburn fan, but – I don't know. It maybe you are closet Auburn. You're using you subjective. Yeah, 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 yeah. As an Auburn fan, do you feel confident enough to be like, yes, I want Hugh Freeze, who has just done, yeah, or or, or do you feel confident that Lane Kiffin should have the keys to the to the car? I don't think so. Like Nick Saban was a different guy. Like I'm not. I'm not saying there's not a guy for Auburn to go after, but I just. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know who wants that job and who and who think, Auburn would feel comfortable. There's there's three I names I throw out. Go ahead, Drew. I'll get to my names. I, I, I think it's like we talked about it maybe even the last time that we all got together. The problem is now everybody wants a winner and they want a splashy winner. And right now, uh, these splashy hires can backfire. Look at Mississippi State. They got Mike Leach after Joe Moorhead. Abs- Joe Moorhead may be the only other example like Arson. He was you so bad. They- Moorhead, right? Huh? 
You know, yeah, their new offensive. Him, I mean, their new AD, but he's also <laughs> the same guy that hired Leach. I, I don't know. No, it, but no, he's oh yes, yes he, he is. I, I, he's, I, I say he was the same yeah. guy who hired Mullen. I was gonna say no, he's not. No, um, but no, that guy's at Florida. Um, but you know, Leach has been okay, and they're bowl eligible, and they're doing mm-hmm. well. But they have. I mean, they nearly blew that game last night. I mean, uh, uh, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you just got to be careful. I think too many teams want the winner that's a splashy winner. And sometimes, I don't know, I, I've said go after Willie Fritz at Tulane, go after Dave Clawson at Wake Forest. You know, there are, there are other people, Dave Doran at NC State. I mean, there, there are other people to go after than Dion Freeze and Kiffin. Got three names for you. Uh-huh. Okay, first off, when, when the whole – your reasoning behind Deion Sanders coming to Auburn is – because he can go against Nick Saban after the Aflac commercials and the comments that were made last summer, and because Under Armour, what you're, idiot you're, has said this? I've seen I've seen this on on Twitter, <laughs> the, the delusional fan base. But my here's my favorite: Deion Sanders is big with Under Armour, and Under Auburn's Under Armour's big school. When that's the straws you got connecting it, ain't happening. Um, Lane Kiffin, when the reasoning behind Lane Kiffin is, well, Auburn could pay him more, which is true. This and that. <clears throat> So Mississippi, the way Mississippi schools are structured is they can't offer outright deals. You have to keep doing like four-year deals at a time with extensions. You can still make more money with incentives. So I don't think that's it. Plus, I think if either Prime or Kiffin goes, when Saban retires, Kiffin, I think, is the next guy in line. You're going to have to replace him then. Or when the FSU job comes open, Sam, that's Dion, you know. So you'd have to replace him again anyways. But the three guys I would throw strong money to going to Auburn, and this is in no particular order, Hugh Freeze, he desperately wants to be back in the SEC. Ooh. Did you see when they asked him if he would be interested in it? He said, well, I'm not going to say no. Uh, and so that's also like, no, what got him fired from Ole Miss to begin with. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not say no. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Grimes, who's at Baylor, was on Auburn staff beforehand. And then just one out of left field, I look at – what he's been able to do as an assistant, the type of quarterback you're going to have on your roster. Uh, Kendall Bryles at Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think I think Arkansas could potentially challenge for the West next year when DJU transfers from Clemson to Arkansas. Um, but th- those are just those three. I, I, I hear this one, too, because, you know, like like Drew, like you said, well, Alvin went out and hired a proven winner in Saban. This is not me saying this. I've seen this. Auburn could go out and do the same thing and hire Urban Meyer. I don't well, think Auburn, but, Auburn, Auburn is not desperate enough to win now to no. go out and, and – because what they do is they hire a good coach, or, and in their mind they think is a good coach, who's also not going to – it's it's not going to be somebody who's going to bring scandal after scandal, which you saw Urban Meyer at Ohio State and at Jacksonville. He's He, he really kicks off the scandals. Um, he, he might also be a grinder, though, just depending. So, um, but – so I, I don't think – uh, Auburn would go that route. So I think it's going to be one of the three guys I mentioned or somebody like that. But hear me out. Patrino is still available and Will Muschamp is not coaching right now. If you really want to set there, your There is a reason years. for that. <laughs> Nobody can get fired on their own on their own Hey Coach program quite like Petrino did. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Muschamp was coaching at Georgia. Well, I mean, not He's not the get backs coach. Get back. no. he's a I don't. I don't know what he's, he's doing. He's, he's the coordinator for Kirby's defense. Yeah, he's defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, I, Dan Manning's another name I've heard, but I'm always skeptical 
of hiring yeah, a Lance guy who's a coach for one year. Because you like, don't know if Lance is winning with his players or Cristobal's players, you know? So I, I Well, I mean, would, would Matt Campbell at Iowa State take it? I bet he I mean, would. he'd be a good fit. But potentially. I think he would, I think there's more people to go to from Iowa State to Auburn than there is from Iowa State to Nebraska. Well, mm. that won't make a splash, though, like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, but nobody, you got to ask. Nobody Auburn has a clue who Matt Campbell is. Besides us. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think – I don't think it'll be a Matt rule either because Arizona State's AD loves guys with pro experience. And – Yeah, I that turned out well. And I think Nebraska would go after him hard. But also, for every job Matt rule doesn't take, that's money the Panthers owe him. If say he say he does take a job, oh. at Auburn, right? And Auburn say we'll give you four years, twenty four million. Then that means the Panthers only owe him sixteen million as opposed to forty. So he might take a year off. Um, and go from there. But also, if if I'm Auburn, give me a guy like Gary Patterson. I'll call him. What, hey, what are you doing? You know the state of Texas. You can go recruit in Texas. You play your defense is top notch, and it always has been. <laughs> Yeah. So well, in, in, you know, we were talking about the parallels to Saban. That was just a perfect storm, right? You have a guy that's a great college coach that has gone to the NFL, and I'm just going to be honest, did not do well. And you can blame the Dolphins terrible. all day long. You can blame their medical staff. You can. Bl- he didn't do well. He didn't. Yeah. He just didn't. And so the, here's a guy that his his star has fallen enough that the right program could approach him with an open checkbook and say, come, you know, come. And and he was able to go right now. There's nobody like that. I mean, I guess you could say Urban Meyer, but nobody wants that. And, and, you know, you can say what you want to about Auburn, Auburn's athletic department, their boosters, but, but they, they even know, no, I mean, no, exactly. Yeah. Hugh, Hugh freeze is, is the closest thing they could do to somebody like that. And I just don't, I don't think that they're going to do that. I think that that that's too much of a. I know everybody I know I deserves like a his, second chance, but maybe not with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I think I think they've already proved everybody deserves a second chance. I mean, look at Bruce Pearl; like that's worked out great for him. But yeah. Well, yeah. No matter, no unless you're Kentucky, no matter how good you are in the SEC football, will always be more observed than you know more closely observed than basketball. Uh, Jordan's literally telling us to talk to the hand right now, apparently. Um, I thought he was mooning us for a second. I closed the tab and came back and saw the back of his hand and wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> oh my! Uh, but so you know your your stance on on Saban at the Dolphins. That's exactly why I, I know people throw out Bill O'Brien's name for like the Georgia Tech and that guy's not meant to be a college coach. He hates dealing with boosters. Doesn't really like recruiting that much. That guy's made for the pros, unlike Saban, who was made for college because he could go and recruit and didn't have to worry about signing and this and that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's 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 a tough deal. I mean, so so now that our our predictions have been blown up for the most part, I mean, we all I think picked Georgia to win the East. You know, yeah. does does LSU really do this thing? Do they really win the West? I don't trust Ole Miss's mm. defense and Alabama on Saturday. So I got a sneaky feeling, boys. You think it's going to be Alabama think, after all? Li- listen, I don't know. I'm not saying I want it to be. I'm just telling you Arkansas is going to beat LSU on Saturday. Oh, absolutely. Uh, LSU coming off a huge win. Arkansas. It's in Arkansas, isn't it? It's in Arkansas, Ar- yes, right? Yes, it is at 11 a.m. Arkansas lost to Liberty last week. Woo. LSU 
uh, uh, LSU coming off a big, emotionally draining win. Um, but Drew, to be honest with you, weather, it's be weather, degrees on Saturday as well. I'm I'm here for it, Drew. Whether it's Alabama, whether it's LSU, say here's here's where kind of people lose me. Say LSU beats Georgia, Alabama beats Georgia. I'm sorry, a two loss. I don't care if you're a conference champ or not. A two loss team doesn't belong in a four team playoff. Oh God, you're, you're gonna hey hold that sound bite after Alabama beats Georgia. <laughs> they got two losses. <laughs> a month a month from now. I don't know how you can keep a two loss <laughs> Alabama team out of the only team that's beat Georgia. They beat somehow. the team that beat the team that beat them. <laughs> somehow, somehow I, I one of us part probably me would like say that and you just see so and so wants to user iPhone wants to join the chat and it's Lou Holtz. If a two loss team was getting in, it's Notre Dame. Listen to me, Mark. Notre Dame deserved to be in the national championship. Well, they've got three losses, I think. Yeah, they did. They got pumped by Marshall. So they're, they're still I, in contention. I picked, I picked yeah. Notre Dame to beat Clemson because I thought it would be a close game. I mean, Notre Dame exposed Clemson more so than they oh, already yeah. kind of. I wasn't. So. I wasn't shocked by that. Clemson hasn't played really well at all this year. No. No. You know the yeah. Music City Bowl or whoever Citrus Bowl, whoever's licking their lips right now that they could potentially get an Alabama Clemson matchup for pennies on the dollar compared to a playoff bowl ticket. Oh my gosh! Uh, 60, 60 people will show up. It'll be great. <laughs> hey, it's what Orlando? Where's that? Tampa? Whatever. We're going to South Florida. The yeah, Music City Bowl. We'll bring yeah, it all. Citrus I'll... or. Uh... It'd be it'll Captain be a good tune up when when Gary Patterson and Dan Mullen or Scott Frost are your offensive and defensive coordinators next year at Alabama. You don't think they'll get a head coaching job? I saw Frost was a candidate for like South Florida. Nah, he, he'd be good there. Dan mm-hmm. Mullen, I, I, I've pitched it before. West Virginia is getting uh, getting uh, ornerier and ornerier, if that's a word, with Neil Brown. So, like I said. Dan Mullen's available. He thrive in a league with no defense. <laughs> Neil Brown. Neil Brown can come be the offensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa. To, to answer your question, though, Drew, can LSU beat Georgia? No. 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 I, I wasn't even implying that. Yeah. Can they? Sorry, can they win, win the, the West? West? Oh, can they? Well, yeah, they drive. They're in the driver's seat. All they got to do is win this weekend. That's it, right? Or or beat Texas A and M, right? Yeah. Is there any? Is, is there any chance Miss, that Ole Miss? Is there any chance Ole Miss finally ends the drought and man makes the SEC championship game? They yeah. have to beat, have to win out, and, yeah, and hope LSU loses uh, yeah. two more. They have to hope LSU loses out. I thought Ole Miss, LSU, has one, Ole Miss has one loss, right, or two? They have well, one, and it's two Ole LSU. Miss one, two LSU. So, LSU owns the tiebreaker over Alabama and Ole Miss. Oh, so LSU would just have to lose one then. They seem to lose one because Ole Miss lands one SEC loss. That would be two if LSU loses another. If oh, Alabama loses Saturday, they are done. It, Alabama's it done. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Ole Miss though. I'm yeah, Ole Miss. Hang on. Yeah. Wait. No, because no, because LSU's got the tiebreaker over Ole Miss. So but LSU, they lost. But they lost to they lost to Tennessee, LSU, and then they this two SEC losses though. If LSU they lose again, one, LSU has one conference loss. Ole Miss, Ole Miss has, has to win out. Yeah. Yes. Ole Miss yeah. has to win out, and LSU yeah. has to lose. LSU has to lose one of the next. Two. They have to lose one, and Ole Miss has to win out. Yeah. Yeah. So if Alabama, if if LSU loses like you think they will Saturday, and Ole Miss beats Alabama, they're in the driver's seat. 
Yep. They just Correct. that's right. Yep. Hope yep. And pray win that the egg bowl. Yep. Win the egg bowl. Yeah. Chaos. Which yeah. Uh, there's no the guarantee there. It's in Oxford this year too. Yeah. Meanwhile, Georgia hangs 40 on Georgia Tech in the first 15 minutes <laughs> or the first five minutes of the first quarter, and they're no, no, just, no, they, no. If they if they play to form, then they'll fall behind about 10 to nothing, and Stetson will throw three interceptions, then they'll win 52 to 10. Oh, <laughs> if, if you thought if you thought the Will's face light up so much. <laughs> if, you, if you thought the tweets on Saturday night were bad, let Stetson Bennett throw three interceptions against Georgia Tech. Uh, Will, they just Will came around. Speaking, 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 speaking of Atlanta-based football teams, give you a name to watch out for at Auburn. Uh, Hilton, that's at Georgia Southern, Georgia State, whichever one of those schools. It's an Auburn guy. Southern. An Auburn man. Uh, Rhett oh, gosh. Um, I think, yeah, Georgia Southern's like got, five and three. It's not like he's no. a powerhouse in the that division. I, I got I got a buddy of mine who's at work, who's a Penn State grad, graduate from Penn State, said he he trade one evil for another and just let James Franklin go ruin Auburn before, so he can get Penn State back. I don't think I, that I, they'd I'd, want. I'd be okay with that. Um, I, the only way I see Helton getting the Auburn job is if there's severe meddling, it falls apart, and they just like you know what, let's just put a guy in place for five or six years till Saban leaves, and then we'll go get our guy. So how far? That's the only way job? I see Helton getting that job. So how Harson got the job? No, Harson got the job because the AD at the time was like, nobody's going to tell me how to run my athletic department. So forget you guys. And uh, never heard of. Right. And did. <laughs> and and it basically, I'm not saying it cost him his job, uh, but he's no longer there. He he he, <laughs> he agreed to leave. And you know, that's got to be a fun conversation. Hey coach, just want to let you know um today is my last day. Uh, by the way, you have nobody that has your back anymore. Hey, Coach, and... just want to let you know it's my last day. By the way, it's your last day, too. <laughs> I'm not saying it's over for you, but I would download the Indeed.com app. That's what I would do. Just go ahead and post that resume and hope some, you know, Mountain West school calls. Uh, no, uh, Harson would be somewhere like Colorado. I think you do well there. No. We're just throwing stuff out now, just like random school. <laughs> is, is there a, is there a Colorado Tech? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Georgia played them this year. Yeah, really, uh, really. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool to see um, Ole Miss finally get to Atlanta. You know, because that's got to be so annoying to them when, like, you know. I think doesn't Georgia Tech still have more SEC championships than Ole Miss does? Or Tulane does too. Two, yeah, Tulane has there, three. There are four programs in the SEC who have never been to an SEC championship game: Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, um, and one. Maybe it's three. I don't remember. Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, 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 and A&M. A&M yeah. Uh, Arkansas has been like five times and they've lost every time. Arkansas, Arkansas, here, here's what I bring to this show Arkansas is the last SEC West team not named LSU, Alabama, or Auburn to go to the SEC to represent the West in the SEC championship game, and that was 2007 against Florida. Darren McFadden, right? Yep, Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, Peyton Hillis, Casey Dick. Oh, wow, that was a good team. That was a loaded backfield. They, they were. They were uh, winning at half, I believe, too. 
I forgot. Uh, about I that. think they were too. Do you guys remember who Tennessee the the '98 year when they ran the table and you remember who they played in the SEC championship? It'll blow your mind. Auburn State. Auburn State. I've never heard. Of them. No, <laughs> no, never no, heard of Auburn, Auburn State's a, a <laughs> team in Indiana that Harson's going to go coach at next. No, no, Mississippi State and State actually had them beat for three quarters, I think, and then of course Tennessee came back and won. But like quarter. That guy, but I think he ended up being pretty good. T. Martin. Yeah. You you were thinking Peyton, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't Peyton. It was after Peyton, wasn't it? Yeah, it Peyton. was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because remember, who, who, career, was, who was huh? the receiver though? Was the receiver still there? Peerless, Peerless Price. Price. Peerless Price. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it, I don't know. It was funny. Yeah, that that because remember Spurrier had that uh, that jab. The reason Peyton came back for a senior year was to be a three time Citrus Bowl MVP. Can't spell citrus without UT. Oh man, Steve, uh, how do you feel about the accuracy of your quarterbacks? Well, let's just say if I was a barn door right now, I'd be feeling pretty good knowing I'm not going to get hit for the rest of the day. <laughs> Uh, how about that clip of Leach picking up the chairs and folding them down so his receivers couldn't sit down during the game? Yeah. <laughs> and then and people just cheering him on. So, I love it. I love I it. Hey, that, that, did, y'all, did y'all flip over to that game after the Alabama game and see the squib kick that yeah. went as, about as good as you could have it go? Because <laughs> I was just thinking if, if, if that Auburn guy would have just caught that or if it hits him and he falls on it, Auburn would have had the ball at midfield in one of the greatest blunders, kicking blunders of all time. You're just trying to kick it down the field and you hit a guy so straight in our, I imagine that kicker would have done – so our, our uncle on our dad's side was telling me and Drew's story about back in the day, they, they like slow pitch softball was the sport they'd all play. Their work had a team and they, they invited a guy who you knew, like showed up where – I think he said wearing like – uh, Bermuda shorts and like black knee high socks, and they threw him out there in like right field. Said games on the line. Somebody like hits a line drive to right field, and said this guy is just sprinting to the ball. <laughs> they realize he runs past the ball, just immediately runs to the gate, runs to the parking lot, and goes home. <laughs> that would have been that kicker after that game. <laughs> All right, so we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this, and uh, you'll listen to the message pitch. Switch over. There's one more, and we can wrap it up. Gotta go take smoke. Hey guys, Will from the Message Pitch here. If you're an esteemed sports podcast host and world traveler like myself, you always need to have tires you can depend on to get you where you're going. That's why we here at the Message Pitch use Maypop tires on all of our vehicles. Maypop tires. Maypop, may not. Risk it. Yep, you heard it. Will's going to give us some some games. We're going to predict them, and and uh, we'll probably all be wrong, but that's okay. Um, I think we've already touched on this one, but we'll go ahead and start. LSU at Arkansas. Jordo and I both took Arkansas. Are you guys feel any different? Somebody take – no, no, you have to take LSU. You two have to take LSU. <laughs> I'll take you know, LSU. I'll take LSU. This is like game day. We can't have all the Arkansas across the bottom. No, it doesn't work sure, that way. Sure, I, I think LSU's – uh, yeah. I'll even get some reasoning behind it to ruin it yeah. even more. LSU's pretty hot right now, and we just lost Jordo. <laughs> Jordo's like, I need to <laughs> – uh, He'll be back in a minute. Yeah, give me LSU. I've got LSU too. I think uh, besides KJ Jefferson – is he still – he's he's back, right? KJ Jefferson yes. is. 
But besides besides him, they don't really have anything going for them. So yeah, definitely We're a disappointing year. We, we waiting on Jordo. Why don't you just pause the recording for a second, Drew? Okay. All right. So hopefully he can join us back. Uh, Matt, I mean, uh, Jordo's phone has cut out on him, so he's going to text us his picks until he can log back in. So he had as Arkansas. Matt, as Matt eloquently pointed out, his phone died. Yet he texted us that his phone died from his phone. <laughs> he may have sent it off as it was dying. I don't know. It's like looking for your car keys when they're in your hand. It happens. Same. So, what's the next game? There's not a lot of – I'm trying to – I usually just pull it up from the Pickle Map, but there's not a lot of good ones on the Pickle Map, so I'm trying to uh, go with it. Uh, TC, okay. Hold on, let me send this last one to Jordo, and then we'll only do a couple. Okay, so – Texas a and Auburn. Something's got to give for both of these teams. I I, I want to pick Auburn here because I think things are going better for them currently. But they have consistently struggled to stop the run this year, and that's actually the one area Texas a has been pretty good at. So I'm going to take Texas A&M in what might be the ugliest game of the year. Where is that game? Auburn. Auburn. Um. Yeah, no, give me Auburn. I, I think that they win one for Coach Cadillac. Yeah, I think AM's still fighting for bowl eligibility. So I think I think they're I think they'll go into Auburn and win a I could see like a nine to six game, something oh, like that. Nine that, seven. I think it's gonna be an offensive shootout there. An offensive shootout, yeah. Yeah, okay. Jordo, uh, update from Jordo. I came in and hooked it up to what's called a phone charger in my house, but my kids are asleep, so I can't be too loud. But he's also taking Texas A&M. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next game, Will? Uh, so next up, we have Alabama Ole Miss. I'll, I'll start this one off. Uh, this to me, this is the most fifty-fifty I've been about the Alabama game in a while. Um, Jordo kind of touched on it earlier. We're going to see who's got more to play for, depending on how the LSU goes. LSU-Arkansas game goes. Um, but I just don't trust LSU's defense. I think Alabama could just interchange backs in and out and and run over Ole Miss. So I'm going to take Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. A&M – or not A&M, sorry. Ole Miss is a little bit more to play for, but – I can't see Alabama losing twice in a row, so I'm gonna take Alabama. Same. I, I, Same. I think they might come out mad because mm. they're already talking about playing for the name on the front. As well. when was the last? When was the last time they lost two in a row? Probably uh, I believe, uh, maybe 2010, because I think maybe they had South Carolina and then Auburn. I mean, then Ole Miss. I mean, frick, South Carolina then LSU. Um, mm. But actually, if not, then, no. It was 2013 because they lost to Auburn and then lost to Oklahoma in the bowl game. Ah, uh, yeah. I see, that. this is this is the value I bring to the show. Got the reference up here. Yep. Um, that will you are spot on correct. Um, right. Next up, we have. Wait, wait, uh, Jordo didn't. You got to give him Jordo's pick. Oh, he picked Alabama. Oh, sorry. 
Um, next up, we have UCF and Tulane in New Orleans. Ooh. I, I can't pick against them now. Give me – roll wave, baby. Give me the green wave. See, I think – They got something special cooking. UCF beat Memphis last week. Yeah. It's pretty good. What's a pretty good win for them? Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be a tight game. I'll take Tulane too, but uh, that's going to be a close game, I think. Um, I watched Tulane in Tulsa last week for a good bit. Um, Tulane's a good football team. I mean, they they really are. They they are deserving of their quiet uh, ranking in the top twenty five. I hope this isn't the weekend it comes crashing back down to earth. But I'm I'm gonna go with Tulane. I, I think that um, I think they've got something to prove. Um, perfect. I think we're all unanimous you know, there. Jordo also has Tulane. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have an interesting one in the, the Big Ten that could kind of shape the Big Ten West race. Uh, Purdue at Illinois. I only know this because I'm doing college fantasy football this year and and picked up Illinois' defense on waivers, but they have the number two defense in all of college football against an explosive Purdue offense. Uh, it's in Illinois. Chase Brown, their running back, is fantastic. They can play ball control defense. I'm going to take Illinois. Um, I, this one's got more of a toss-up to me than others, but give me Illinois. Matt, what's your take? I don't know if I can pick against the official team of the message pitch. Uh, Same. I, I, I can't pick Purdue because then we'll be accused of being a homer because I'm clearly a massive uh, Purdue fan. Because there's so many of those. That's a good That's a good point, too. No, in all seriousness, though, I think uh, um, now my, my mind just drew blank. Uh, the coach for Illinois is doing a really good job. Bilma. Um, Bil- yeah, thank you. Uh, Blima, yeah. Um, so I, I, I think I think Purdue's uh not as not as good team as Illinois, honestly. But I can't go against our guys, so I'm gonna go Purdue. Same, same. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm just gonna go with Purdue, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, you can't go against the unofficial official team of the message pitch podcast um will you want to chime in what jordo said uh jordo said purdue and we'll just leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) uh Uh, next up the the game day game uh like i said we'll keep it short and sweet tonight because we've been doing this for a while so last up tcu at texas um every week i feel like this is the week tcu is gonna slip up but I don't think so. I'd love to see TCU go all the way and kind of get some redemption or some vengeance from that 2014 where they got left out of the playoffs. So I'm going TCU. They're big. They're big and physical. I like TCU, Drew. Uh, I like TCU. I want to see them do well. But I think this is when the dream finally comes crashing back down. Texas is is known to to ruin a few dreams, and I think I think they do it this week. Texas wins this one. You Do you uh, guys think that? That Gary Patterson, Gary Patterson being an analyst for Texas, it might gives them any motivation to go out there and sure. take care of TCU. Sure. You know, I, I picked against TCU against Oklahoma State. I picked against them when they played Kansas State. Picks I picked against them when they played Oklahoma, and I've been burnt every time. So I'm, I'm going to take TCU uh, to beat Texas, and 
stay in the playoff hunt. I like it. Jordan is also picking uh, the Texas Christian University. He said, and I quote, put some respect on their name. Go there Frogs. Go. Uh, but, but that's all. I, I do want everybody out there to know that the end of the football season is approaching, which means we could be mm-hmm. getting the Willies, the college football edition of the Willies. It just depends on when and if I have time in December with baby number two coming. Uh, but just be on the lookout for those. We got some spicy awards this year, so just get ready. And and the message pitch bowl contest coming up. Well, Correct. that's gonna do it. Go ahead. It's my my dog and found a cereal that's, box. Before. That's gonna do it. We want to thank uh, thank our, our college football correspondent and friend Jordan Walters for joining us and unfortunately dropping out there a little early. But uh, for all of us here at the message pitch, I'm Drew. I'm Will, and my dog just ran in here with a Cheerios, empty Cheerio box on his nose. Uh, I'm Matt. I don't know how to follow that. So um, exactly, We're, we yeah. are the message pitch. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks.